I'm Tanya from FB Office, and today we have a special interview with someone who is daring to live differently. Alberto Alonso is an amazing potentialite, and in this interview, he's going to share with us how he balances time, how he chooses what projects to do and what not to do, and gives us tons of great tips. Enjoy! Looking at your website, I definitely would say, and just knowing you from Instagram, I would say you're one of those ultimate backslashers, and I love it. You just do so many different things. So I think the first question is, typically we ask, why did you say F the office? But I think for you, did you ever have to say F the office, or were you always kind of doing Um, different things? Well, there were times in my life where I got near working in office, like, uh, you know, when you're an actor, I studied acting in New York. And so I always knew, I guess, yeah, that I I didn't want to be in a nine to five in the traditional way. And um, that if I could find ways to create and do my things on my own, well, I wouldn't need, you know, to go somewhere to go do that and to make and to create because what is an actor? What is somebody who supposedly as an artist wants to create all the time and you don't need especially now when I was younger I'm 40 now but now you don't need you need your your computer and little and little else to create and you can do that from anywhere uh, you know as I love what it says on your thing digital nomad I love that word yeah. it's like a because if you know uh I don't know I what what is an office in the end I've written books uh and I've written them up in the Alps looking okay I was sitting at a desk but I was looking at, you know, snow-capped mountains. But that's an office, so much isn't better. it? So. I guess, yeah, okay, okay. So technically, I suppose the, the corporate world, corporate office. Exactly, exactly. But, but yet, I do need my space, though. I, I do notice that as somebody who works from home a lot, I need to have my space where I have all my gadgets and gizmos hooked up. And, uh, and you know, that, that, that place where you concentrate. If you want to call it a man cave, you can. well so I guess for you was it maybe non-intentional since you started off from such a creative career point and then from there because you really do and I want to I want you to tell us all the different things that you do because I love that you parlayed a really creative field into what seems from an observer perspective a very sustainable entrepreneurship and you just do a lot of different things how did you start like where did that begin first of all you live in Spain so where did that where did that come into play well as you said you know I guess I knew I didn't want to be in an office and if I did it was like as brief as possible like you know even if it's a meeting let's keep it short if it's you know (laughs) I'd rather be out there I'd rather be on stage or not even I I understand you're not always on stage as a performer Mm -hmm. uh, especially as a producer you're sometimes at the shop buying the makeup or the special or, you know, props that you may need. I mean, you know this uh, as well. You have to kind of do every role. And uh, so I knew I liked that. I knew that uh, that from a young age. And uh, I knew that I liked performing. I knew that I liked creating. Uh, when I studied acting, I realized that I loved directing. Uh, and, and I'm a, a person who just kind of, uh, you know, is open to, to trying things. But I knew that uh, the way I could really, really discover it would be being out there, traveling. As you said, I'm I'm not originally from Spain, but I've been living here for 14 years. And uh, I was doing well in New York. I had no reason to come here, but I, I threw caution into the wind and almost to get out of the, the whole acting world. I was sick of the whole casting calls, auditions, and I wanted to maybe see if there was another life kind of, you know, different kind of life out there. 
and I found I, a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's weird. And then yeah. I, I found the teaching gig and, and then I realized I was performing in my classes and mm -hmm. I was doing characters and I was having a student, I was directing the students in role playing and I was telling jokes and singing to them. And, and I was like, well, I'm kind of still performing here, but I'm not playing a role, so, so to speak, as so much as the, the host, the, you know, the, the, You're the, the energy facilitator. I love that. That's, That's what the, I like to think of myself. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. Yeah. And so as you said, I found a way to kind of fuse everything that I had studied and, and worked on and telling stories, which is drama. You know, you learn how to tell stories and, and I've turned that into books, uh, music. I've written music. Uh, I had a song that was a number one that I rapped. I never, that, that happened because a friend of mine who's a very successful producer and, and professional here in, in Spain uh, told me, hey, uh, we wrote a song, but the record company thinks it needs like a little rap. I thought of you. And I'm like, me? I'm <laughs> like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. So if I thought to myself, if he believes I can do it, I don't want to let him down. So a lot of the stuff I've done too is by saying, why not? Oh, and, like and saying, you know what? You say I can do it. I'm going to at least give it the old college try, as they say. And uh, a lot of the things that have happened in my life have happened like that. Just kind of being mm -hmm. like, you know what? I got a good feeling about it. I've got nothing to lose. And a lot of times we feel like we have so much to lose, but we don't. And uh, that's what I'm saying. So a lot of people feel like they're stuck. And that's, that's I guess, the feeling. Yeah. A lot of people not just because, okay, you, you, maybe you love your office and the people in your office, but now you're an hour and a half to get there, sitting in traffic, an hour and a half to, it becomes your life after, you know, you spend most of your time there. Whereas now I can, I work, it's my life. It's obviously my life. I'm on vacation filming videos on my honeymoon, my wife, <laughs> you know, I have this video series out now that was filmed on my honeymoon and my dear wife filmed it all and, you know. She loved it. <laughs> what did she say to that? <laughs> she First, like, she was like, are you nuts? And I was like, you know I'm nuts. That's why you wanted to marry me. You didn't want, like, you know. And But then she liked it when we were going places and getting free stuff and going behind the scenes and, you know, really getting, like, the real, like, you know, uh, we went to go see in Memphis, uh, Sun Studio, where, El where Rock and Roll was born, Elvis and and all of a sudden the tour left and Nick, our tour guide was like, you guys stick around. I'm gonna bring you into another room. So we got to really like, okay, we had to work, we had to film and all that, but we really got to make the most of it. And now we have video memories of those trips. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so you're bringing up a lot of awesome projects. So for those who are listening or watching that have not been privy to your amazing talent, can you give us a little maybe rundown on what things you do or you've done? Yeah. Well, what I, what I do on a daily basis is I, I do a radio show, which is called uh, The Show With No Name. It's been on the air for a decade and it's very popular here in Spain. Uh, we've got a, a huge following uh, on Twitter. I, I've been a tweeter, teaching on Twitter, experimenting with radio and social media, you know, mixing my radio with social media and, um, and innovating in, in that digital realm. You know what I mean? But what I, what, I, what I do on a daily basis is that, a radio show, but I've, I work on TV, I've created shows, I've uh, presented shows, I've, the, the whole gamut, directed them, uh, as I said, music. Uh, I love audiovisual. 
I love media. I love creating, you know, I have, I'm sitting here at my uh, desk and I have a microphone and I have all these, you know, because I like to play. And, and I think that's what it all boils down to. Ooh. I like to play. And now I, I found a way um, to get paid for that. So, uh, you know, my parents, my teachers were always saying, shh, you talk too much. <laughs> and I found a way to get paid to talk. So, <laughs> You see what I'm saying? So what I've taken yeah. is like, okay, you like to play. Well, where in? How can you get paid? Okay, maybe not the first time, guys. Everything mm -hmm. takes a lot of hard work. <laughs> you know, yeah. no one's gonna be like your first song you create or your first book you write. Be like, you're amazing. It could happen. Mm -hmm. but usually, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You know, you, and some luck, and some luck. <laughs> so, but not saying no and being open-minded and doing things that I feel like could be fun and not thinking about money always as like my main objective and more thinking like I've turned down work mm -hmm. that was the money to say, but I want to bet on this. So I'm lucky too, after a, a long time now working, uh, well, I have that ability to be able to turn down work and say, I'm, I'm interested in doing this. I don't want to do that. I do voiceover work as well, uh, commercials, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I hosted a corporate event today for my company in a suit. You should have seen it. It was a sight. Oh, that's awesome. So how much of what you do is educational? Because I know that you, you've really been able to parlay your, like you said, your acting and your passion for mm. creativity into teaching English. Mm. So when did that happen? And like, where, when did you decide? Because a lot of people struggle with what they want to teach online, what, like, and like right. niching down. So I've noticed that you do a lot of bilingual things. Mm -hmm. Where did that kind of begin? When did you think like, oh, I could teach English? Well, uh, it actually was when I moved to Madrid to get away from the whole crazy uh, rat race, the acting world, New York City. And uh, I saw an ad and it said, uh, looking for dynamic people who enjoy being with people, passion. And I, as I read it, I said, hey, wait a second. That's kind of me to a T, you know? <laughs> awesome. And, uh, and 14 years later, I mean, I started teaching there at big companies, uh, huge corporations. So I've worked with corporate people. So I have a lot of years of teaching experience as well. But as I said, going back in the classroom, I was on stage still in my mind. So I was like, all right, ask her, let's go. Everybody get up. I, okay. You walk over there. Now you stand up. I would get them out of their seats. I would take them around the building, put post-its on. And I realized, and then my boss, we, we started a TV station, uh, a TV, yeah, a TV station. And uh, he said, I want you to audition. And I did. And they said, you, you, you did a great job. And, and then that, that went really well. And he said to me, do you ever feel like you're wasting your time only talking to five students at a time? Ooh. And I said, well, yeah, I always felt like I could reach a lot more. Like, you know, if you give me a room full of students, I'll, I can, I'm a performer. I've studied this. I know voice and diction and body language and, you know, and, uh, and in the end, uh, he was like, well, how about doing it on the radio? Then you've got thousands of students every day. Nice. And, uh, and then I got into it and I applied the show. I think part of the, the success of the show is, I really put my heart and my character, my personality into it. It's called The Show With No Name. It's so energetic. I've listened it's to it. I highly recommend it. <laughs> it's, it's high octane. It's, mm -hmm. it's a variety show. And 
in the end, we look at mu music, movies, all that uh, to, to learn English and, and communication in general. Let's be honest, we all want to be better communicators. So, okay, so I love all of that. And then you also mentioned books. So mm. I've seen your books, they're amazing. They're, I think you have like a bestseller and are they grammar based or are they um, English learning in a specific kind of way? They look really well, fun. Yeah, they, that's again, the same thing I do with the radio show, the same thing I've done with all TV stuff, the rap. Uh, I put my personality and my heart into it and I figure if I do that, even if it didn't, doesn't go well, I, I can walk away and say, well, I, I did what I knew how to do. Mm. You know, I, I can walk away. Of that. Well, there's nothing to be afraid of. I'm going to just do what I think is best. And, and I'm really going to think about it. I'm not just going to do it haphazardly. I'm going to think about what I think is the best. And if that's not it, then, then so be it. But oh, well. You yeah, know. I find that especially in the space of whether it's digital nomads or people who <laughs> kind of work differently, a big transitional period is and even then even when they're already settled is being themselves and not being afraid to you know we get fed this like box like if you want to be professional look and act like this but I feel like what I've noticed with you that you bring to the table is that there's a certain energy level that I associate with your name and you bring that to all of your projects and Thank I feel like that's that. something that, that that's my passion I think that I that I hope is coming through in, in energy because oh, yeah. I really do love what I do. I, I love teaching people. I love entertaining people and I love learning and I love being entertained. So you see how that, cause what do you, you know this from the classroom, your students teach you things too. You're not the only one teaching. They'll teach you things about their language or their customs or whatever. So it's, it's always a sharing experience, you know? I like uh, that to keep an open mind, but yeah. Okay. I would say the biggest takeaway right now that I'm hearing for you for other people, even if they don't teach or they're not on radio is no matter where your presence is, be you and be you times 10, because you're going to attract the right opportunities. Like if you weren't genuine to yourself, I don't think somebody would have said like, Hey, you should have a radio show. So everything you build and the opportunities that come, I kind of love that. And they may think you're crazy. And usually people do <laughs> when you're, when you're not, as you said, cookie cutter, like mm -hmm. I'm gonna dress like this, I'm gonna speak like this, this will be my for when you break the mold, you that's what people want. I mean, think about it and what's put it in the acting sense. You go to an audition for the Lion King, they're gonna see five thousand people for that same role. You better do something different. You better really, really have something special that mo that thing that we all have should come out in that. And that, if that happens, you'll probably get the role because it, you, you brought out that thing, but it's not so easy. It's easier said than done. You, you know, it's yeah. uh, a lot of people are nervous, a lot of people, but you have to at least believe that you have something to offer and you have a good, you know, your personality, no matter, because I always tell uh, people like, I love your radio show. And, but what I always say is well, all the radio shows are great. And every teacher, we could teach the same lesson to get used to, for example. But you're gonna use different, you're gonna use Tanya examples and you're gonna laugh like Tanya when you make a little joke and you're, and I'm gonna do it on, and so that's, that's good. That's what makes it special. If not, we're just teaching material. We're just reading a report. We're just speaking, you know, what makes it special is putting that special thing in you in there, right? And sometimes I find that people are afraid because they think they'll grow 
slower or they won't reach enough people. But like I always recommend it's better to grow slower with a genuine connection, with a genuine audience, than grow quickly being generic. And then you don't have that connection, which at the end of the day won't translate into proper monetization or understanding your audience. So hmm. Okay. You see it all the time with uh with huge accounts on Twitter and this that have like 10 times more followers than me, but I'm getting more retweets and favorites than that person. So what they call engagement, right? Um, so it's not the numbers either. It's the quality. It's, are you reaching people? Are you know, um, are you, do you have some, first as somebody who's wants to give something, what do you, what do you have to offer? Cause a lot of times the artist, and I say the artist, cause I, I think of myself as somebody who likes to produce and create, um, we're always thinking about what we can get, but a lot of times really the true artist is thinking about what they can give, what, what is their story? What, what is their thing? Again, it's that thing. I don't, I wish I could find a word for it. I'm sure. We call the it the special sauce. There's no word for it either because it's just that thing that you do, that je ne sais quoi that each of us have. I like to think of it as a spark. Whenever yeah. I feel a tingle, I'm like, I don't know what I just did, but I need to do more of that. Right. When and you try like a new hobby or you try something for the first time, you're like, whoa, that was cool. That's, you know, walking in the danger zone, but it's not the danger zone. You know, it's just breaking the mold. Risk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but it's so exciting. I think the biggest thing there is the takeaway would be try different things because you never know where that spark is going to be. And sure, sure. speaking of different things, okay, the one thing I think a lot of people will hear this and think, what is this guy doing? Because how? How do you manage all of these amazing projects in the same 24 hours that we all have? Uh, I sleep eight hours every night. Amazing. I go to the gym on a daily basis. Uh, I try, I can't say I avoid fatty. Yes, I avoid fatty foods, but occasionally they uh, should. <laughs> I try, I try and take care of myself because as you get older too, your energy is not the, you have to work harder to keep that same energy. I mean, you're a, you're a youngster, so you'll see when you're my age. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm like, totally I'm already joking. tired. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I think it's, you got to take care of yourself. You have to learn when to say no, something that I had to learn a long time ago. And it, well, it took me a long time to learn, I should say, uh, just being like, nope. Sorry, because a lot of times I would just be like, oh, it's 200 bucks, but then, or 500 bucks, whatever. It was like a voiceover. Mm -hmm. But then all the time I would have to go to get there. I'd have to, 10 emails and back and forth, like still don't have the script, but I'm like, was it worth it? And then tax comes out and then, and then you're like, wait a second. Five hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was worth all that headache, was it? So learning mm -hmm. to be selective and saying, you know, I, it, again, Money is always an issue, but uh, as you said, it's better to grow slowly than to just wait for like the big bang theory to, to happen. You know what I mean? A lot of people yeah. say, "Oh, you have thirty thousand people on Twitter," so blah, blah. and they say like they say like there's some kind of luck involved. And I'm like, well, if you put as many hours and as many ans, you know, and much time answering people and and pr and providing content, well, you'll get there too. Like so, there, there's no luck. It's hard work. <laughs> my, my father says luck stands for luck uh, excuse me labor under constructive knowledge so working oh gosh, yes. in the right direction 
much. <laughs> well, and I, I like that you have a balance of, or at least again, as an outsider, it seems you have a balance between things that you need to be in the moment. Like you have to be in the moment for the radio show, for example, or mm -hmm. social media, but then you also have projects that will continue to make impact, probably money as well. Like with your book, once you make it, you put it out there, then you have that. So was that strategic or did that kind of happen along the way? Well, each of the books were just another opportunity that I said, yeah, okay. You know, somebody proposed, Hey, I think you should write a book based on a radio show. You did. Okay. Uh, hey buddy, night, you want to do a book together? Okay. We should do a book. Okay. So again, all these projects, one, as you said, was a bestseller, uh, was me being open-minded and, and saying, you know what? I can do this. I, I like the idea. So of course, as you said, like with trying new things, be open-minded, listen to a lot of ideas, talk to a lot of people. That's how you're going to know what you want to do. You know, tell people what your ideas are. Well, people you trust, don't just go out there. <laughs> Get an NDA if you go to a company, non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, good legal idea. tip there. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but really, I, I mean, you know, the books uh, have all been uh, just the right moment. It was the right moment for each one. And, and, uh, and I always said, I'm not going to write another book. I said that after all four of them. <laughs> See what I mean? So it's saying no, but also knowing when to say yes. Like saying, all right, but we can look at it down the road. Let me, you know, so, uh, but, uh, but, and you know what? It's all got to be fun. I guess that's the, this is why I'm smiling and all. And I think the key is if you're having fun, then you can find that energy to work all like this past Sunday, my wife was away with some friends and, I said, you know what, I'm going to take advantage. I was going to just go drink beers with some friends. And I did it the day before anyway. So that, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, instead, I, I edited my show, English on the Go USA. I edited four episodes, prepared the posts, and there's the month. So, you know what I mean? And I enjoyed doing it. I wasn't like, okay, my eyes were tired after sitting at the computer all day. But, uh, you know, my dog was by my side. I had my cup of tea, as, as you said, working for my my home office. Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, all these things are strategic, I guess. I think that's also too, as you, to answer your question, yeah. I come from a farming family in Spain. So, you know, you put a lot of stuff in the ground, eventually you'll have stuff growing everywhere. Yes. You know? I think people tend to get into this one track mind, which makes sense because you grow up thinking like, okay, pick your career, do that for a hundred years, and then maybe you'll retire. Retire, collect your pension and blah. And you know. you're okay. lucky, right? <laughs> right? And I think what, what I see about the community of people who are kind of doing things differently is that I haven't met a single person who only does a single thing. And yeah. that is so refreshing for somebody like, I love being creative, but also being like, responsible i want to pay rent so sure. having this making like making the creativity a business as well yes mm -hmm. but it sounds like i would say based on what you're telling me um mm -hmm. to just keep going to i feel like times where maybe you could have said yes to a project that had immediate benefit you said mm -hmm. no to and then yes to something that maybe immediately was going to be a lot of hard work with questionable return and that ended up becoming a long-term success right right but if you love what you do, if you believe in what you do, and then you know what I mean? It, it's work. Everything's work. You know, you have to just put in the time, just put in the energy is work. Uh, but if you love it, it makes it a lot easier. 
and uh, and you know, uh, again, a lot of as I said, this is as you said, people not working in the corporate atmosphere. There are a million other ways uh, to make it happen, especially today. Uh, you know, before you go, okay, I'm gonna open up my own little restaurant. Now you can open up your own online, you know, restaurant where you ship, you know, goods across the world. And and uh, it's never been easier to be an entrepreneur, to be a creator, to be a writer. You know, m my mom wanted to be a journalist. I said, Mom, now you can be. You can have a blog. You can publish your own book on Amazon. You know, I'm like. So Why now yeah. the, the, good, the good and the bad news, the good news is everything's pretty at our fingertips. The bad news is you have no excuse now. If you want to do something, do it, damn it. <laughs> okay, I want to write a movie. Perfect. I want to write a book. Do it. Do that it. <laughs> I'm talking about that creative thing. Do it. You know, now get yourself a Mac. Get yourself. Do it. Done. There's get no excuse. <laughs> You can get, you know, you can, before you needed like to, to make audio, a podcast, you would need a whole mixing table to get, you can do everything very, very easily, very affordably today. So uh, anybody who's got a dream of doing something creative, uh, whether it's for business reasons or not, usually the best projects are the ones that you're not thinking about, you know, from a lucrative way. And then all of a sudden people get it and they're like, okay. I got what you're saying there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so, and I think people might hear this and think, but how, how do I learn all these things? Like, sure, I want to do this. And like, for me, in my experience, I like totally am school of YouTube. Anything I want to do, whether it's start a podcast, start a website, I'm like, all right, YouTube every day, learn something new. Um, where do you find your, your source of educational inspiration? You just said it right there. YouTube. And it's YouTube. free. And YouTube, or I read uh, a lot of um, these, uh, you know, blogs where they're like, okay, uh, how, uh, in doing this in iMovie, how do you, you know, I have a question. I ask the internet, it'll answer. You know, there's some kind of forum where someone else or another 50 million people have had the same problem as me. And I would say to that, anybody who's also doing that, like just learning skills online, flip it. Put your skills online. That's the easiest way to figure out what you're good at. I think for me and, and seeing like what you're putting out there, anything that you're good at, you just, you put it out there and then you figure out what resonates with people. And that could be a side hustle. Or I like traveling. So I have a traveling series on YouTube. I like music. So I have a music series where I teach English on YouTube. Again, there's my personality. You go to my YouTube page, you go to my website, you listen to my radio show, you read my book. You're going to, I put me in that. That's me. So even if we never meet, if you read one of my books, you will meet me. You'll get my personality. So and that's what I guess is put your put your heart into whatever you do and and do it you know with all your energy all your passion and as I said worst thing that can happen is people don't get it but you'll never regret having done it